From the Onion and Onion Public Radio, I'm Leslie Price, and this is The Topical. The news waits for no one, not even me, and I'm the one who makes it all up. So we better get started before it's too late. Here are today's top stories. The Senate confirmation hearings of Supreme Court nominee Judge Amy Coney Barrett continue today, and many of her critics on the left are worried about the role religion could play in her future rulings. Judge Barrett is hoping to put those concerns to rest and has promised that she would not let her Catholic faith interfere with the court's duty to crush the nation's poor and downtrodden. Barrett herself cited her time as a clerk for the late Justice Anthony Scalia as proof that she was more than capable of treating the poor as less than human in the eyes of the law. And some good news if you live in Los Angeles, as L.A. Mayor Eric Garcetti announced today he would be allocating $20 million toward the beautification of the city's sidewalk residents. In a statement, Mayor Garcetti called the, quote, old, decrepit eyesores long overdue for a refurbishment and pledged that the newly appropriated funding would help ensure that L.A. residents have something truly glamorous to look at. Public workers will soon begin giving the city's sidewalk dwellers haircuts and spa facials, a move they hope will greatly boost property values and tourism revenue in the area. Don't worry, there's plenty more where that came from. We'll be back with even more stories for you to mindlessly accept as truth right after this. We'll end today's episode with a report that caught the attention of the country today. Scientists have established a definitive link between the practice of book learning and increased backtalk. The report from the University of Alabama confirmed decades of speculation that exposure to highfalutin books and fancy-type settings can cause you to get a little too big for your own britches. Head researcher Jennifer Lee had this to say at a press conference today. After years of study, we determined a significant number of correlations between reading one doggone book for the first time in your life and then suddenly not knowing when to keep your damn lips zipped. On top of that, exposure to a few big words that don't mean nothing worth knowing only causes an increase in running your mouth well beyond when you dang well know better. I'm joined by Alan Potts, who's been covering the report for OPR. Alan, what more can you tell us? Well, Leslie, this report offers a variety of claims for the argument that the only thing books is good for is making folks act like they ain't got no horse sense. For example, the report found that one out of every three kids seemed to start guffing to their elders moments after opening a book like they weren't raised by a firm hand. Furthermore, research subjects who went off learning a whole bunch of foo-foo words and such were 30% more likely to turn into real sass-talking sons of bitches, especially at the dinner table when only daddy's supposed to be talking. Wow. Now, what exactly constitutes backtalk in this study? Uh, Anything that sends you to get your mouth washed out with soap, gets your hide tanned, or makes someone think you've been hanging out with the Lutheran neighbors too much. Interesting. And did the researchers find any other correlation to backtalk that reached beyond book learning? They did. And Lee actually spoke about that a little at her press conference today. We can also now confidently say that mixing around with city folk and well-to-do la-di-da's and all that just makes people stuck up higher than a light pole and gets them thinking the sun rises simply because they crow. Well, my lands. Yeah, this particular study was pretty comprehensive in its reach. Beyond what Lee just said there, the study also showed that tinkering around with books and things not only results in more backlip, but also leads to a 70% uptick in prancing around like you own the damn place. Well, what are researchers recommending folks do with these backtalkers? The researchers recommended that parental or guardian figures simply smack the book talking right out of the offending party's pretty little mouths. And what about those doing the offending? Experts are encouraging those who glean moon-eyed ideas way above their raisin to know their table manners, mind their P's and Q's, and try picking up a damn Bible if they're so interested in reading all of a sudden. Amen. That's OPR's Alan Potts. Thanks, Alan. Thank you, Leslie.
Do you ever wonder how celebrities order food? Like, is Sarah Paulson a Diet Coke or a regular Coke girlie? <laughs> Some peasant Coke? No. Or how does Sofia Vergara order a pizza? No, no, no tomatoes. I cannot eat tomatoes. No tomatoes? Yes. Are you killed mushrooms? Not really. Okay. <laughs> if these are the details you need, and I know you do, I have the podcast for you. I'm Jesse Tyler Ferguson, and on my podcast, Dinners on Me, I take some notable friends of mine out to dinners in Los Angeles and New York City. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. That thing was delicious. Folks, that'll do it for today's episode of The Topical. But before we go, here's a little more news to remember us by. Here's what else you need to know today. A new warning being issued for those choosing not to vote in person this November. Election officials are reminding voters that mail-in ballots do provide a box to check that causes your vote to be rejected immediately. The small box also isn't labeled particularly clearly, so to avoid confusion, voters are being encouraged to not check any boxes at all and return their ballots completely blank just to be safe. And some puzzling news from the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers today as some confused members are continuing to struggle to find out what the big blue cable that's connected to the country does. Civil designers have tracked the huge thick cord from the eastern seaboard through the Appalachian Mountains and across the Ohio River, but are still struggling to make heads or tails of what the hell this thing actually does. They should try just unplugging it and plugging it back in, see what happens. And finally, an alarming new jobs report out today has found that a majority of laid-off Uber programmers are now having to reduce themselves to driving for Uber. Such a dramatic drop in one's quality of life can't be easy. Hopefully these unfortunate workers will be able to land on their feet with a new exploitative app soon. And that's The Topical for today. I'm Leslie Price. Don't forget to join us tomorrow on The Topical when we'll meet one of the last 200 million people in the world to speak this language. Guten Tag. Wow, I wonder what that exotic language could be. Find out next time on The Topical.